Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Clap Bomb Podcast. This is episode 30, Eli, the big 3-0. It is Saturday, November 13th. So what's it been like? Nine days? No, wait, Halloween. So 13 days, basically. Or, yeah, two weeks. Uh, There's uh, there's some positive things we're going to go over, some negative things. Again, there was no intro music on this one. I'm not going to put any in because we're going to get the most negative thing um, out of the way here. And I saw other podcasts uh, talk about this, but they kind of say it to the end or didn't go uh, you know, into it as much as I thought they would. And they're podcasts that I like. So it was kind of you know, shocking. I just, you know, I feel like we should talk about it first um, before we do. Uh, just very quickly, you anything uh, you want to talk about? Any personal stuff or celebrate the big three zero here? Or nothing really important happened the last couple of weeks. School sucks. School sucks. I would. <laughs> I'd, I'd have to. I'd have to agree with that. So, um, but we'll we'll talk about some fun stuff for sure. Um, but we do just have to talk about uh, an interview that came out uh, the past week here on TSN. And it was from the mother of John Doe 2, who is John Doe 2 is the Michigan student that was sexually assaulted by Brad Aldrich. Should have said trigger warning. But yes, that is uh, what we're going to be talking about first here. And uh, so, yeah, his mother spoke out with TSN um, in the wake of Kyle Beach's interview with TSN. So I guess she just wanted to say something. And uh, it was about a 10 minute interview. And man, uh, just like the Kyle Beach one, do like that? It just, it was just horrible to listen to. Um, might have been even harder just because um, she, she, there were multiple times with the interview where she just couldn't speak. Um, and man, it was just, it was a tough, tough listen, an important listen uh, to hear what happened with her son. Um, I won't go into uh, too much. I'll let Eli give his his take on it. I'll just say one of the points that stuck out to me was when she was talking about the um, empty bottles of, uh, I think it was Benadryl uh, just found in his, uh, her son's jeans. And then she finds more in a, uh, in some shoe boxes in his room, confronts him about it, says your girlfriend that you're dating uh, doesn't deserve to date a loser like you. And he goes, you want to know why I'm a loser mom. You want to know why I do this with the Benadryl. And he told her that, you know, he had been raped and uh, it was just a really shocking thing um, for any parent to hear. And um, yeah, she noticed that he was quiet the next morning after the party that he was at where he got sexually assaulted by Aldrich, but she didn't really question it at the time. And yeah, on top of that, the NHL has said on multiple occasions, Gary Bettman saying that they're not going to help John Doe too um, with any therapy or, you know, any cost really that it's going to take for him to get not completely over this. You never get over something like this, but to at least try to help him heal. They're not going to do anything about that. They've already agreed to help Kyle Beach, but they're not going to do anything about um, John Doe too, because it didn't happen at the NHL level. And I can sort of understand why, but, and if really, if, if you want my opinion, the people that should be paying are the Blackhawks, not even just the NHL, but because they, you know, they got Aldrich that job in Michigan in the first place. But anyway, we can talk about that after Eli, you give your initial takes on the interview. Uh, it's, it sucks. I'm um, hearing about this more and more is coming out and um, good on the NHL for kind of cracking down on all the, the owners and GMs for um, um, they're just 
their superior power that they felt over the last, you know, it's really the first time that most of these people are realizing that they're not on top of the world Um, and good on them. Um, This sucks. Um, I'm sure we'll get more information about, you know, Pittsburgh and all that. Um, Oh, is it Pittsburgh, Minnesota? Um, The NBA has some bad ones too. The NFL has something bad. With well, Washington team. well, Minnesota, I didn't hear anything about Minnesota. I just know that their current GM is Bill Guerin, who was with Pittsburgh. Oh. Um, but that one's actually been settled. They just oh. quietly settled it. Then, yeah, I didn't really make the news at all. Um, I heard about, it, I think, on the CJ show on the Steve Dingle Podcast Network. Uh, I haven't mentioned them in a while. Um, but I think that's the, the show that I heard it on, and they just quietly settled it. Um, well, then, uh, yeah, he sells a job, and even worse, he got – Sam Bowman's job, so I'm assuming it's nothing too severe, yeah. I guess. But yeah. still, uh, I'm glad that it's bring all this coming to light. It's it's disappointing to hear that the culture of hockey. I feel feel like it's just it, nothing's going to really change until the culture of hockey is addressed. Is like I think, like we said before, um, it seems like all these GMs and owners have like a pact together, you know. Um, Besides Carolina in Montreal, um, right. that's kind of weird. Right. But also, uh, cheers to uh, Carolina for uh, donating to the Montreal Canadiens Children Fund or whatever that was today. Oh, I didn't something. even know that. Um, yeah, that came out today. That's cool. Um, I don't know what they, how much they donated, but I'm pretty sure they donated to <laughs> Montreal Canadiens Kid Foundation or something. So that's kind of funny. But um, um, it's just it's something I think needs to be addressed by more than just having a pep talk by Gary, uh, Gary Bettman, whether it's Gary Bettman standing down, which I think there've been rumors or talks of people, you know, saying whether in media or, you know, at some point had a position um, next to Bettman. Um, it's just time for him to step down. I, I think it's, yeah, I think he's losing control and doesn't really know how to, adapt to fixing this it's not in touch and you know I, I feel like we need someone who has uh just a better perspective about how to fix it doesn't need to be anyone within like law but maybe someone who you know has dealt with it before or someone that has just you know just a different perspective it's kind of just disgusting that you know two million fine for the hawks not enough yeah. uh the hawks as much as I love our draft picks and want them all, should have been stripped yeah, more. For but sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure the Seth Jones trade, like I'm not, it's not a joke on Seth Jones. I'm sure the Seth Jones trade with us trading our two first rounders like next couple of years, I think that uh, helps the Hawks not lose any because they're already gone. Right. Um, even though the Hawks are still benefiting from um, the trade. Right. Um, it's just not enough, not enough is being done and it's just hockey culture as a whole needs to change. As I said, but, um, how many weeks ago was it? Um, hockey culture, I think is by far one of the most racist, sexist, um, you know, fan bases out there. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, well said the, uh, the mother of John Doe too, also said the same thing that Batman needs to, to lose his job and. Um, basically Batman said that he doesn't have enough information to do anything in terms of helping her son. And she said, I got a whole file right here. If he wants more information. Um, so, you know, I yeah, think the I'd, file's I'd, probably been complete for 
right years now he's like she's like i'll send it right over to him i got no problem doing that so um again i can understand where batman's coming from he probably makes what john doe 2 would need in his sleep i mean really i mean batman probably makes you know six figures a night or whatever it is. i don't know probably making something stupid a night he's probably um, made, i don't even, that's a good question how much do uh, i don't i don't want to know to be honest with you um but uh in john doe 2 you know, his mother said that he he has a job, but it's you know it's a job that oh Eli looks shocked by the amount here. Um, it's a job that can't make and he can't make ends meet. That's and stupid. so, getting the help from the NHL again, while it was the Blackhawks being directly responsible for Aldridge getting that job, and you know what happened happened. Um, and I think they should be the ones that pay. The NHL can also step in. It's not like they can't do anything. Um, but yeah, I would know, I would agree that it's I would rather have the Hawks do it just because right. the recommendations on multiple accounts from Quenville, uh, Bowman, the Hawks organization in general. Um, while I don't think it represents all of the Hawks uh, organization, it did come from them in general. Yeah. Um, that came from them. I, I, I don't even give it, I don't care that Rocky and, or I know Danny was involved, but I don't care that Rocky might not have known. Right. Do it. Be just be true to it. Um, just be responsible. At this None, point. I'm not your, organi- say- your organization script. You're representing the entire lifespan of right. the Chicago Blackhawks. Now fix it. I'm not going to say that Brad Aldrich, you know, wouldn't have done what he, you know, wouldn't have had more victims or something like that. But the Blackhawks giving him that recommendation, they should, you know, allowed him to um you know abuse his high school student now if they had if they had just reported everything at the time who knows but you know it, again it's one of those you'll never know type things um but yeah just a, a courageous interview from uh john doe 2's mother she called kyle beach uh i think she called him a hero if i'm not mistaken I'm maybe, sure. maybe that's just me because I, I believe that but um she said she wanted to reach through her tv and hug him when he was giving his interview so just you know, uh, in terms of Kyle Beach, no, no, really, real progress is happening there. His lawyer said that they've begun talks, but there's really nothing there yet. So, um, but yeah, um, Eli, do you want to just? Oh, also, I guess a small victory here is that Brad Aldrich's name was X'd off the Stanley Cup uh, per the request of the Blackhawks. Um, my argument is, I'm glad they did it, but I would argue that having those ten X's there. Um, is a lot is pretty distracting and it's gonna be something that people look for as opposed to why couldn't it just been smeared out is that i don't know that i don't know that's possible but um i'm personally okay with the x i think it's it goes to show as a consistent reminder of the many years how many um the hawks gonna be on there for about the next 10 20 years however long they before is it 32 years i think i thought it was like 32 maybe it's less i wouldn't know i thought it was like 32 years but i'm probably wrong um until they replace the layers um but my dad had the idea that all of bowman quenville maybe shovel day off apparently he's fine but who yeah. knows um al mcisaac uh, uh what's his name mcdonough they should all be off yeah I'd, it's I'd, tough I'd... it's tough too because once you know he was gone after 2010, after the 2010 cup. So like, it's been like a conflicting thought process for me. Like, 
are all the cups tainted now? I don't like, I, I still love the Hawks and stuff. I still cherish my memories of rooting for them in all the playoffs, but in the realistic sense, are the, are, are the cups tainted now? And, and as, I don't know. I, I think in a, in a small way, yes, um, because Bowman and McDonough are on all three of them and uh, they were there and they were, you know, molded the scenes were molded under the construction of Stan Bowman um in a way that kind of makes me upset um do I feel as bad being happy about the 2015 cup versus the 2010 no I think no too I just don't think the like the the players that I believe were doing the bullying I don't think they no I think I'm gonna stand by my argument and say that all the bullying happened off away from the main squad that happened with the black aces. Probably, so whoever yeah. was on that black ace, I'm pretty sure was the bullying and everyone else just didn't speak up. So I believe after 2010, most of those players were either in Rockford or just gone. Yeah. So in that sense, I think it's okay because everyone who did bad things were gone. But at the same time, it's just like John Quen, John Quenville, Jesus, Joel Quenville, is still getting that win first mentality. Right. Which works in some ways, but not this one. So no, I mean, they're not, I'm not going to like pretend they shouldn't count or anything. It's just knowing that those guys' names are still on the cup, Bowman and McDonough makes it a little difficult to stomach, but um, I'm glad, I'm glad they did X out Aldridge's name just for me. I feel like it might be something that the eye catches. Um, I, I just like how it's a warning. Right, right, for sure. Um, I mean, you shouldn't need a warning. No. You shouldn't need to go rape people. No. It's, I don't know whether it's people just – I don't know. I don't know what type of mindset leads to raping someone. Um, I don't know what can lead you to that. Um, it's Whether it's mental illness or something, Right. I don't understand. Or I don't know. Maybe it's just – I don't know. I know. It's, we'll never know. it's so tough. Um, hopefully there's less. Hopefully I, there's none. I yeah. could only hope for less because they're going to be there. Um, the last, let's just get this out of the way now. Um, and this one's actually a little bit more, more relatively quick. Just get this last little negative bit out of the way and then we can get into the fun stuff. Um, Bob Murray was relieved or he, well, he stepped down, resigned from his job with Anaheim. He's the, he was the GM of the team. Um, for how long? Like 10 years? Yeah, he was a head coach. He was an interim head coach for a little bit. He was doing everything. Um, And after this interview and with Kyle Beach and all that came out, Batman said, "Look, you guys, we have a hotline here. You can call and you can be, you can use your name. You can be anonymous. But from now on, if there is something that is going on, you need to report it." And they got a wave of calls about Bob Murray within the past week here, Um, and they immediately, which is what they should have done with Joel Quinville here, immediately put him on administrative leave. And within like 24 hours, he was, he was resigned and that's it. And he said, he's has, I think he's going into a specific alcohol program for yeah. alcohol, which that makes you go, okay, well, cause the, the reasons that the, the calls are coming about Murray were his behavioral issues. And you, that makes you go, well, shit. Okay. Like guy's a dick, but at the same time, like, Oh fuck, like alcohol abuse is, that isn't a joke either. And like, you kind of do feel bad for the guy. Um, but his behavior was unacceptable and the right move was taken and made. 
and they handled this pretty damn well and pretty damn quickly. It was and I, fast. I just don't know why this couldn't have been done with the Hawks, but you it was know. literally like it came out that morning. Like the first news of this was um, uh, uh, Bob Murray is will have a conversation today. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah, like later this afternoon, and then literally that afternoon he was gone. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they got that taken care of. Uh, best wishes to Bob Murray, I guess. Um, Eli, if you have anything else you want to talk about with that, um, if not, we can move on to uh, something that's going to make everybody that is a Blackhawks fan happy. Kind of the very main reason I think that you and I are finally wearing Blackhawks jersey for the first time in a while <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, The Blackhawks made some firings. Um, yeah, it's actually kind of weird wearing a Blackhawks jersey. But uh, we have some reasons to be happy and thankful. And uh, so, yeah, the Blackhawks fired all their coaching staff, Jeremy Collinson, coach. What do you mean? Mark Crawford still there. Oh, shit, my bad. Sorry. Sorry, Mark. Sorry. The ones they didn't need. Um, Mark Crawford is still a good coach. He didn't. Uh, he wasn't even there half the season. That's he had right. COVID. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Collins and Thomas Mitzel. And I honestly, I feel like this one's made you the happiest. Sheldon Brookbank's gone. I oh, feel like that. Fuck I feel like, I feel like that makes you happier than Collins being gone. I hated him as a player. I hate <laughs> him as a coach. He can not return to Chicago. Okay. Hate, hate, hate. He was slow, bad, and he's obviously dumb because <laughs> he was in charge of like the PK, which was suffering. Um, what two years ago we were pretty close to the history at like a 73% PK Stop. rate or something. It was something like that. It was a really low. Uh, he was in charge of that. Um, again, I think it's important to note that none of these coaches had a full year. Yeah. They, they were, um, they, they entered the, entered their first year and then that wasn't that COVID start. So it got canceled. Yeah, he, they were kind of yeah. COVID yeah, year, right. and then this year, or was it, or was it? Did he just enter? I don't think any of them. So I don't had, think like, any of them 50, had a full 60. year. No, I know they didn't have a full year. I just can't remember the reasons oh, why and the spread. Um, is he entered in 2018 and COVID hit in 19 yeah. spring? I think so. Yeah, he yeah, it was canceled. Then last year I was out with COVID, and then this year got fired. Um, so it's important to note that, but at the same time, they're all shit. They're all pieces <laughs> yeah. of shit. Um, um, so yeah, that's, that's great. Um, it makes me, they make me so mad. Like I like, literally couldn't sleep knowing that an egotistical bitch is behind the Hawks bench. Like the guy, yeah, it's like me knowing Seth Jones on the team. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the guy man. knew it wasn't working. The man to man defense wasn't working and just, I don't think he, I don't know if you said it. I'm, I'm sure you did in term head coach, uh, Derek King. No, I haven't. Um, I haven't been the biggest support since he is Rockford. While they haven't had great players because the Hawks really haven't been drafting like all that high and well, yeah, relatively. Um, they're not really sending good players to Rockford to play besides Lucas Reichel, who's a fucking beast, by the way. A uh, hat trick in uh, a couple of days ago. Um, he just hasn't really developed anyone besides um, – god damn it, um, Swede. Um, no, he's not Swedish. He's um, um, from Switzerland. What's his name? Kershev. Phil no. Kershev, he developed him. Uh, he's turned into a very fine player. But you can even say he probably developed when he was playing in the, um, the World Championship before he came to the Hawks. Um, so maybe not Simon Derrick King. I just haven't been a good fan. 
but he hasn't even put in his own defensive system yet. Him and uh, Mark Crawford. And the Hawks are already doing so much better. It's yeah. unbelievable how bad Jeremy Colleton, uh, I don't even know the other assistant head co- uh, assistant coaches. Thomas name. Mitchell. Yeah, sure, that guy, whatever. Um, I think he was in charge of the power plays, so good for him, I guess. Um, and then oh, I might no, I might mention his name. Okay, so you're gonna okay. get Bro- you're gonna get Brookbank the uh, Steve Bartman treatment here. You just never allow back in the United oh, States. Oh, um, I think it's important to note that in Matt in our conversations, Jeremy Colleton is now Jeremy Colleton. I spell oh, his name yeah. as Jeremy. I refuse to spell <laughs> it any other way now. Um, yeah. Partly because of. Uh, I did it once and now I'm committed to it. And now I just, it's honestly, it's just habit. It's catchy. It really <laughs> Jeremy. is. So and Jeremy is just so long. There's too many syllables. So Jeremy. Um, but yeah, dude, it, it, it was something that I didn't really see coming. I mean, to be honest with you, when the report came out, I think Elliot Freeman said that the Hawks weren't even interested in getting rid of him. I, I thought that was really the way it was going to be. And uh, Kyle Davidson takes over and he does something right. So um yeah oh uh, davidson i cheers to this man i appreciate i hope he doesn't trade strom i hope uh, they end that conversation strom is a player that's baby need right now um especially with doc kind of uh struggling the last seven games which Ooh, he has only one point in or two point no s eight games he has one point in Ugh, bad oh, if i say so myself um so having strom on the line with the brinket maybe it revives his career he had 50 points in 53 games or whatever it was. That's un- incredible a couple years ago. If he can regain that, maybe they trade him this summer. Go for it. But send Doc down to the third line and let him develop what I'm saying. with someone else with, with lesser competition. I, are... I think what he has done, like Doc has done some good stuff, but he just hasn't scored. He hasn't translated. He can't finish right the... now. He's having issues. Yeah. But otherwise, I think he's been playing very nicely. He's on the four check. He's showing his effort. I I really like what he's done. He's just not finishing. And he scored that disgusting goal against Toronto and dipped. Like I just don't know what happened. He had and he had a strong start to the season too. Like three, I think it was three games with a goal in a row. Um, uh, he was yeah. at like four points in five games. Yeah, he was it like was, the only bright spot for the Hawks yeah, in the first yeah, few it was, games. It was stupid. And uh, now he's just having issues on breakaways. He, I'm telling you, dude, he has the most breakaways in the league, and he can't score in a single one. I'm telling you. I think he answered uh, that this summer when uh, Colton got drafted, when he said Colton was a shooter and I'm the passer. Okay. Well, let's That's get, them, let's get them on the line. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> no, just Colton, by the uh, way, is doing pretty well. I checked up on his ho- hockey DB page. Um he had like uh, nine points in eight games from rather than last year when he was like 10 points under a point per game. Wow. So okay. like, I'm just saying he might be a guy to look at. I well, think the trade to um, wherever he got traded to um, away from the blades uh, has helped his development a lot. And so I'm like, I'm actually kind of excited. The Blackhawks are all about family here. Family. So we'll see when we get that family. Jones Jones pairing. We'll get that doc line, the doctor line eventually. Yeah, Jones was um, skating today. We're, we're going to see it. Oh, soon. Really? It's going to, okay. it's going to happen. Um, in terms of, you know, Derek King, I'll just say real quickly, like, look, I know he's got three wins in a row right now, or is it? He has three wins in a row. Congratulations. That's cool, Derek. I mean, um, Kane, Kane summed it, summed it up pretty good yesterday. He was the first star of the uh, Arizona Blackhawks game. And he goes, I don't even know if we have a road, uh, win on the road yet. I'm like, you don't? I, I would hope you do. So, I mean, look, I'm glad that King's got three in a row. 
I need a bigger sample size. I'm not going to say he's the, the Messiah and the savior yet. Um, and especially after uh, people were making that, that game against Arizona, not you, you, but just like people were making a big deal out of it. I'm like, um, yeah, they should have won. <laughs> and by sure. a lot more, if you ask me. Points um, per game wise, Arizona is looking to be one of the worst. No, they are looking to be the worst team in the NHL history. In NHL oh, yeah. history. It's bad. They're it's bad. point. <laughs> they have, they're what, 114 and three or something? Yeah. It's bad. No, not even that. They're probably 113 and zero. I can look it up real quick. The Hawks will it. not be getting shot. Um, right. Their, their percentage for points is worse than the Washington Capitals when yeah, they that, debuted that, it. Yep. Yep. Get that out of your head, Hawks fans, if it's still there. It was there a little bit, Shane Wright, but no, it's not happening anymore. He is he is Arizona property. It is, it is no Columbus can enjoy our top 10 pick. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um anyway. So uh yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I want to be optimistic. They're keeping him to the end of the season at the very least, unless something really bad happens. They might have to fire him and get another guy, but I don't think I, that's going to happen. So I don't think they're, they would fire him. I think they might demote him back to the AHL. I don't think, I don't think he's going to be the main guy. Um, I mean, just look at what Sheldon Keith was he an intern before um, he became the coach. I can't remember. No, I think he got, I think he, no. maybe, maybe not. Maybe he had the interim tag. I don't remember. I swear he became the head coach after they fired Babcock. But I'm sure they know. did. I think he was probably their, their guy in the wing. Oh like yeah. Collison no, was. He, he was Dubas's guy. That's um, but Dubas connection. All right. So I guess that that's probably out of the door from my connection. Um, my point, <laughs> but, um, I just don't think that he's their guy. I think they're still going to look, I don't think it's going to be anything to the off season, but I don't know who they, who, who, who do you want? As a head coach, I don't really know. As a head right coach, now. like I, I, I uh, Puck Empire on Instagram. Shout out to him again. Great page. God damn, he's the only person we fucking shout out on this. I know. Um, he's a great source of news. Um, but he came out with his top, or him or someone else made a top fifty head coach put a uh, candidate list, which Jeremy Carlton was at like forty seven. So that last little bit has to be terrible. <laughs> um, but like. There are some coaches like from the, you know, assistant coaches, Mark Crawford was like 15th or 20th or something. So he was on there. Um, some guys from one guy from KHL was on there. Patrick Waugh was on there. Like, I don't know any of these guys. Like, I just want def, you know, a description of some guys who are like, maybe someone who's like up and coming doesn't have to be someone super experienced, but I guess that's literally what we just did. So was, maybe we need someone experienced. I'll I was take pushing hardcore. Uh, I was pushing okay. for. I was pushing for Gallant in the off season, but they. Oh, dude! I would want Gallant is the perfect defensive head coach we need. <laughs> the and, perfect. And, uh, if they we didn't can get him. No, no, and clearly New York's not getting it. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, man. Panarin has four points and fifteen games. Panarin's Kako got like sucks. three goals. Yeah, Kako's been bad. Kako, uh, Kako's beefier this year, though. Cheadle, who had two points this year, just got hurt. Yep. But he also sucks. You know, Pavel Buchnevich. Buchnevich could, in St. Louis, man. Oh, could, man. Could be pretty good in a Rangers uniform. Could be. But uh, they wanted – what do they even get for him? Like, uh, What's his name? Blea? Oh, yeah, Sam, Sammy Blay. Yeah. Fucking Blay. Like just I like, always well, say his name wrong. Yes, Blea. Sammy, Sammy Blea. No, he plays for the Blues. He doesn't deserve respect. Um, I guess Saad doesn't either then. Um, or the real deal, James Neal. No, um, I have a, I have a Hawks Saad shirt, as everyone knows from when uh, he signed and we mentioned he brought it up. Um, and I still don't know what to do with that shirt. Keep I, it, man. I, 
Well, obviously, I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to throw it away. But I have a cane that has a big hole in the back, so I can I can wear that less. I have a Crawford and a Sodge T-shirt. Like, I need to update my shirts. Maybe when Doc starts playing, I get a Doc shirt. Um, the last maybe an Oshi shirt. Oh, you do need an Oshi <laughs> shirt. Um, I did want to say that I, uh, along with only fourteen other a thousand other people supposed to 20,000 people got to see Collison's last win as a Blackhawks coach and also the first Blackhawks win of the season. I got to go to the Ottawa game. I just want to shout out um, uh, Katrina here uh, because they, I on the uh, TVs, you know, the, the game feed at the, you know, the first game of the year, Pat and Eddie were showing off these wristbands here. Um, and I don't know if it's coming across backwards on the podcast. Oh, it's okay. English. So it says uh, Team Murray. It's a Troy Murray wristband. And I saw Pat and Eddie wearing them. And I was always wondering, like, where I could get them from. I thought that'd be a good, you know, like, I figured if I paid for them, the money would go, like, to a charity or something. And when I was at the game, this was the game that Kane scored the hat trick against Ottawa. Oh, just oh, amazing. <laughs> um, but while I was there, they did a feature and uh, of her. And literally, they were doing this feature. And she was right next to me um, in my section. I'm like, oh, that's you. So I walked over to her and I, I said, hey, look, I, I've, saw, I've seen these wristbands on TV and I was wondering, you know, like, how could I get one from you? And she's like, are you going to be at a game um, after this or any, any time recently? I paid $10 for my ticket, ma'am. <laughs> no, I will not be. I, this was a steal and a half to get into this game. Uh, spur of the moment thing. I will not be attending any games quite soon because um, they're all back to normal price now. And these are actual seats I was sitting into for $10. Crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy anyway and uh she said look well what i do actually is i don't sell them i just people will ask me for them and i just mail them to you i'm like like i'm like do you want me to pay for the the shipping and she's like no i just do it for a good cause i'm like well you gotta tell me where to donate or something so she told me some places to donate and i i, I figured it was just count, the money would go to her and she would donate it but no she's just doing this out of the kindness of her heart and uh, in support of troy murray and hockey fights cancer i'm wearing the hockey fights cancer jersey right now so um, I thought that was pretty cool. I just wanted to shout her out. Um, but yeah, I was at the first game that the Hawks actually won this year. It was Flurry's first win as a Blackhawk, and Kane had his seventh career hat trick in the regular season, I believe. And um, he he passed. Uh, was it Hole? I no, think he passed. It was or Makita. Um, Did he pass Makita that night? Makita has a shit ton of points. Savard was it Savard? I don't. Know. He passed. I I, I, sw- I thought it was Hole. He passed. Oh no. Wasn't all well. Okay, Hawks Instagram. Here we go. Patrick Kane has been setting a milestone literally every fucking week. He just got what's eleven hundred games? Eleven hundred points. Points. Eleven hundred points. Did he just pass a game mark though? He might. No, I don't think he's hit eleven hundred games yet. He only hit his. No, he passed someone. Oh, he might have passed someone on the Hawks specifically, but it wasn't like eleven hundred or anything. Um, Yeah, the uh, ten thirty-seven career games that passed Bobby Hall. Okay. I can't, I can't, he passed somebody in points when I was there or yeah, goals or something that night. I don't remember who it was. I thought it was Hull. Um, it might have okay, been. Okay, wait, I got it. Okay. So it was Savard. It was Savard. Okay. So Pekane had, had, he has more now. Um, 1097, Savard had 1096. Next is Bobby Hull at 1153. Um, which I think he'll easily get. Obviously, it's only 60 points away. I know we're probably going to spend too much time on the Blackhawks. We do some other things we need to get to. Um, I'll just say, Alex Debrinkit, you've been fucking fantastic. Go. And uh, Seth Jones, look, I hope he's been better. (laughs) You've been better. 
I'm hoping under Derek King, you are better. And I think maybe sometimes it just takes a while to find your groove with a new team. I can understand that, but, and I, and he's, he's got a bunch of fucking points, but here's the thing that people are like, you got to stop being on Seth Jones ass. Look at the the thing. McCarr signed for less. Okay. Kale fucking McCarr. He's younger. And here's the thing with Seth Jones. I expect him to get the points, right? Cause he's an offensive minded defenseman, but I also expect him to be very good or at least competent, competent in his own end. And if you watch that Winnipeg game, it was bad <laughs> from Seth Jones. Um, but he's been better ever since that game. And I'm hoping that, look, I, I've said it multiple times. All I want is for Seth Jones to prove me wrong. I want him to win a Norris. But not until, this year. No, not this year. I need him to be a consistent Norris competing defenseman. That With that contract and that cap hit, that is what you should be expecting from him. And honestly, in my opinion, nothing less. Let's hope he keeps it up. Yeah, it's disgusting. He's been goal. so much better these last couple of days. Yeah, disgusting goal against Pittsburgh for his first Blackhawks goal. Keep it up. By Alex to bring it. What a man. Second round draft. That's that's our second round draft pick, baby. Fucking idiots. Anyway. Shout out to Montreal. We can talk about Montreal and their version of Alex to bring it, maybe. Um, well, we in, got a steal. In, yeah, yeah. For this real. guy's in the AHL. <laughs> it's not even close to, to, uh, to break it. Cole Caulfield, man. Uh, Eli and I have a little feud going between. Uh, Zegers is better. Zegers even... and Caulfield. Zegers, uh, Eli is a huge Zegers fanboy. I'm a huge Caulfield fanboy. I also really like Zegers, but I just. I mean, I like Caulfield, um, but I do think he should ditch the Montreal bandwagon. He should just. They're not good. Oh, so he should just request yeah. a trade. Okay. Yeah, he deserves it. Um, he scored how many points in the playoffs? You go. Yeah, he's pretty fucking good. He scored on Leonard after Leonard was like, he has one shot. That's that's sick. Yeah, yeah. Leonard fucking outed him and then bam, which again, I feel like that's working in Caulfield's favor because we'll get into that. Because so here's what happens Caulfield is demoted to the AHL. He's had, he has a, well, Montreal has a terrible start to the season, but um, he gets demoted and. It was against their, their, uh, the Laval Rocket. We're playing a game against the Utica Comets. And they made what apparently is a short joke about Cole Caulfield. And they're like, is Cole Caulfield here? I, I, we were told that he was here, but I'm, I don't see him tonight. That's what, that's what the Utica Comets Twitter tweeted out. And that, that tweet has since been deleted. Um, and Cole Caulfield's dad comes out and says they were bullying his son. When Caulfield was asked about it, he said, it doesn't really bother me which is what I would expect. And I don't really think it did, but and his dad called it unprofessional. And Cole Caulfield says something a little along those lines about like, look, you know, just tweet and move on. Don't make it about a certain player. I can understand that. Look, it is funny. Okay. I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> I think it's personal and I like it. Right. And no, I really, you shouldn't be making fun of one specific player. Cause like, I think the Predators will make fun of teams and Carolina will too. And that's always fun. But like, if you're making a, about a player or something, like it's unprofessional. I don't think it was like this ruthless joke that his dad should be coming out making a statement about, but yeah, like, you know, it's funny, but yeah, it, it definitely is unprofessional, but that's why it's funny. Um, I just, I also think bullying is wrong. Right. Yeah. That's it for it. It's not uh, bullying. It's yeah. poking fun at a player who's supposed right. to kill your kill you basically well the guy's, the guy's an nhl player so that's the thing you i don't poke the sleeping bear because 
The next game against Utica, Cole Caulfield scores his first goal of the season. My response was, what the fuck is this? It was a bad goal. It was from it was behind the goal line, Patrick Kane uh, style. And um, I, it was, you know, well, actually, Patrick Kane, Patrick Kane's wasn't behind the goal line. But regardless, um, I just thought that was kind of funny. I wish he did like a, a celly or something to like, I don't know, like a middle finger celly or a just the, like the out the Patrick Kane Austin Matthews like do you hear me now so like, something like that would have just been like fantastic but he just kind of played it off like yeah it's a goal winner um but I thought that was kind of funny that he scored on the Utica comments I don't know if they tweeted anything about that um I don't know if they like tweeted the emoji with the zipper across the mouth like all right we'll shut up now like I, I don't know but um yeah, if you can poke fun at him you can poke fun at yourself right yeah I don't know if they did um but I just thought that was kind of funny so uh some other Canadians news as well uh Carrie Price in an explanation that I don't think anybody was really owed came out on his Instagram and he said that he is, you know, gone through a, what was it exactly? Like a, just a, a rehab facility type thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think he said specifically for what, and we don't need to know. I don't think he said, but he said, well, it was definitely for um, abuse. Like I think of drugs or alcohol or something like that. He said it was for like abuse. Um. And he just said, like, look, you know, I'll be back with the team when I'm back with the team. Um, I'm doing what's best for myself. I'm, I was in a dark place, and I just need you guys to respect my privacy. And uh, that's basically what he said. And I don't think any of that was really necessary. But he came out and felt like he had to say something. And for that, I commend him. And I'm wishing him the best of luck. And, you know, hopefully he's with the team and he's back to carry price, um, you know, levels. But, yeah, I thought that was just kind of uh, interesting to see that from a current player. And, yeah, I don't know if you have any thoughts about that. Um, all I'm going to say is I'm glad more professional athletes are, you know, not afraid to seek help. Um, if you're an NFL fan, uh, Riley Ridley just left the Atlanta Falcons to go also do not – nothing's come out about him using drugs or anything, but just mental health. And, I'm you know, there's, they are people too. Um, and I'm glad that these players – aren't afraid to speak up and say, I can't do it right now. Yeah. It's hockey also, hockey is their life, but you know, I, I like playing video games, but I can't do that every day. Right. I like playing soccer. I can't do that every day. I like homework and I hate, hate to miss that every day, but I do choose not to do it. That's a, that was a joke. I'm sorry. That was a I, I, no, I, I got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, you got to take a break some points and especially in COVID, like, yeah, I get, they can't really use the, you know, um, Leonard, there's two ways to do it. Leonard it, did the wrong way when he was like, man, I follow the rules. NHL promised me. Nobody. No, um, no. And then there's this where you actually need help. Um, and you know, and you know, some other players said things wrong. Um, you know, they are getting paid a lot of money compared to what you know you and I are making, which is absolute zero right now. <laughs> not uh, not that for a couple nine weeks. more days, buddy. Nine more days, <laughs> and then we're back in the gr- uh, back in the grind. Um, I'll be there in a, um, a month. Month, for a sad context, month. For context, you and I are going to be working a job together, same one we worked last winter. So. Back for those Walgreens runs, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At the late night wall, dude. That was, I don't know. I'm excited for it. We'll see. 
Um, we'll, we'll see when we get there. But anyway, um, it's just it's a lot different when you're living on five million salary um, compared to, you know, a 50,000 50, salary um, or less of people who have less than that, which is I think I think in the United States, I think someone did um, math. It's really interesting if you ever want to go look into it. But like to have a good, healthy life, I think the minimum to make is like over 50,000. Fifty or sixty thousand, and like you can just see how much the United States, at least, has. I'm sure the same. Some someone in Canada has just failed the citizens in minimum wage and all that. Yeah. Um, and it's just kind of sad, but um, it's just I'm glad that these players are not afraid to take a leave because, like, yeah, life for as we say, you are more important than the winning of hockey. 100%. Um, all right, I got a couple things left here. I uh, just wanted to quickly touch on this. We're going to get into the big, big trade news that happened a little while ago now. Feels like forever ago, actually, now to me at least. But I know uh, EA updated the game. What the <laughs> hell is that? Uh, no, not bad news. Um, real quick, Alex Ovechkin has passed the golden Brett, as they say. Uh, goal, was it 742? Uh, 742. Yes. Yeah, so he is now past um, Brett Hall. Um, He's at 741 for people who like math. Yes. The the all-time scoring list or goal scoring list uh, in NHL history. So he is now 24 goals away from passing Yarmie Yager, which is definitely possible this season. He's got 12 goals. Oh, uh, the dude's been on fire. He's going to get 24 goals. Oh, yeah. He's going to get that this season. Yeah, he's got 12. uh, Vetchin's got 12 goals this season so far. And, uh, yeah. And he's also 60 goals away from passing. Oh, near 60 about 60 for best man that's that's just insane that, that, that really is just cool that that's just so cool to think about i i hope he does it man i really do i'm really glad we were able to watch hockey um in this kind of era even towards like um yeah i guess for both of us really um we were able to see the end of yammer yager for the 10 years he played when we were watching yeah. hockey um um, and then we got to see, I don't even know. I, I mean, obviously we got to see Datsuk, the end of uh, Solani. Kind of cool. Which not, I, not- I love watching Solani, even as an older guy and seeing him, how he came back from what that uh, 16 goal or point campaign he had that one year and his first year in uh, NI. And I thought that was cool. Um, but we got to see some of these really cool players get the, the end of their timeline. And it's really cool to you know, think about like, who's next, you know? I don't do. I don't think it's gonna it's, happen like this again. I, I well, not like this, but like, you know, who's the next version of Yager for us? You well, know. Well, I mean, obviously, not. We're not joining in, but like, who are we going to be amazed by the end of their career? Oh well, it's gonna be McDavid. Like, I mean, not that. No, right. no. Like he's like he's like the next generation. Right oh. now, it's gonna be like you know Crosby if he can ever stay healthy, uh, Kane if he can, you know, stay up. Ovechkin obviously is gonna fucking dominate till he's forty plus. Um, Jumbo Joe needs to retire. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's just cool to see you know these players keep going and then they get older. Hundred percent. So let's we're rooting for you, Ovi. You're the best goal scorer. I don't fuck you, Gwen Gretzky. I'm sorry. You're not good. I will stand by that. That Ovechkin is the best goal scorer and McDavid is the best NHL player of all time. I will stand by that till I die. Um, until someone is better than McDavid, but uh, no one's gonna be better than McDavid. I hope not. Um, I don't think it's possible. 
I, I really don't like, think so either, dude. He's... Maybe it is, but it won't be for another 30, 40 years when training regiments have completely changed. Uh, equipment has completely changed and rules have completely changed. Fair enough. Like, it's such an evolution of the evolution by, of the game. By yes. the way, for everybody saying that that McDavid goal was the best goal of NHL history, I highly disagree. Just wanted to say that. It was a disgusting goal, but I don't agree that it was the best. Skill-wise, I think it's more with luck. That, yeah, that the Rangers that, are just three stupid. Of, <laughs> three, of, three of the Rangers just stood there. Yeah. Um, It's really fun to watch because he kind of just out dangle the three of them but it That's was just stupid. like yeah. in out in out in you know it's kind of luck skill all that combined i but think like, his columbus goal is better but columbus like the, the the what happened behind it too is it first came back after the, the yeah the uh collarbone was it the, the, the collarbone from manning yeah yeah like just what was behind it was so cool and that was sick now, this game, they were down 5-1, and they made a comeback against the Rangers, but I mean... No, that's not the same as coming back from I just, a collarbone injury. I, I still think Ovechkin's goal is better. Uh, that's got to be, like... See, Some I, big ones is that one. Um, I don't even know what other goals can compete with. I don't know if Rick Ovechkin. Nash's double deke or triple deke against Arizona. That one was... The nasty meter on that is so... <laughs> oh, my God. That's, like, at 100... Yeah, that, it was almost disrespectful. Like maybe he should have gotten fined for that, but it was nasty. That was definitely top tier nasty goals. Um, complete, you know, bringing all of the components. I don't probably top ten. Yeah, I still think Ovechkin's is the best I've ever seen. I don't care that they were going up like six one after he scored that goal. It's still stupid. Speaking of like seven two. Oh yeah, um, his numbers. Being his numbers game retired. That's kind of cool. First. Is that the first? That's the first number for Columbus. Columbus, right? uh, yes, yes, it is. So. It was first player drafted, first number. That's kind of yeah. That know, is that story. is neat. So and he's in the Honestly, organization now too. They so. should retire the seat too. Because Boone Jenner is a terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. I was like, where is he going with that? Uh, yeah, what a weird captain. Um, On the levels of Derek McKenzie and Andy Green, weird. Oh, God. Um. All right. Speaking of uh, captains, Brady Kachuk is a captain now, but that's not the captain we're going to talk about. This one's actually a former captain. Jack Eichel. It finally happened, ladies and gentlemen. No, he's going to steal the C. He's, not, he's going to be a captain. He could, he could be. He's stealing I mean, C. From Stone. Um, we'll see. Uh, Jack Eichel is a Vegas Golden Knight. And what did it take? I don't remember because it wasn't that important. But I can tell you, it's Alex Tuck and uh, Peyton Krebs and then some draft picks. It was a first rounder that's top five protected, I believe. And a second. Who cares? Who cares? It's like, uh, fucking gives a shit, Eli. Let's just say it as it is. The Sabres took a massive L. They were always way. going to take a massive know, L. But just in every way, shape, and form, uh, 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 away from the trade, like Kevin Adams takes the L, the doctors take an L. Chow, uh, uh, damn, I was going to make that really smooth. They just didn't come out right. Um, mm, Calgary took an L. Calgary took an L. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know if you give up. Well, I'm not, okay, I think I try for Jack. I go, I'd do it. Yeah, you probably do. I, but, I'd do it so um, fast. I guess my first reaction to the trade was why did it have to be Vegas? Just why? 
Like, my first it, reaction is like, why can't you do this during the summer? I know. For, the, for that <laughs> really, return, man. We're gonna, you were thinking about it and then you didn't. And now you have to wait half the, you know, another, you know, two and a half months for the guy to get healthy again. Well, and that's which is shocking. It is injury, his return won't take that long. No, not really. Like in the whole months. scheme of thing, it's like, you know, back after the Olympic break, that's crazy. I feel like Kevin Adams did this on, he said it's not personal, dude. I feel like he waited just so Jack Eichel couldn't play in the Olympics. I have a weird feeling that he did that on purpose. Um, I probably don't think probably so. not, I, but I, I don't, dude, no, it, it feels personal. That's all I'm saying. No one was giving them a good offer. And like I said before, I, 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 I don't agree with the whole process they did with Eichel and you know, not let him get the right. surgery, but at the same time, they have your contract. They can yeah. do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, I agree with Kevin Adams. Like, and don't take that offer if it's not. Good. Honestly, Jack Eichel made me a huge fan of him personally, like his personality. When he was like, yeah, "I would have played in Buffalo. I still love Buffalo." Yeah, like that was. I respect. Well, I give him respect for that. Some people were saying he played in Buffalo to increase his trade stock. No, like I'm gonna play here, so you guys can still so. trade me. But I, that's someone that I've seen that argument. I still, I, like I, I think he's a righteous captain. I feel like he would. I think he would have been a fine cap. He was a fine captain. And um, I hope Buffalo Saber fans treat his exit with dignity. And the next time he shows up at in Buffalo, it's with dignity. Now I saw a quote. This was, I doubt this, this was before I got context, but I just I saw a quote and came from Kevin M saying Alex Tuck said it's a dream from to be here. And this was before any context that I knew he was from um, that area. <laughs> And that he cheered for the Sabres as a kid. So I saw that quote, and I'm like, this has to be a joke, right? There's no way Alex Tuck said that. But then I looked, and he's from that area. I forgot what city or whatever. But he's from the New York he's area. Buffalo. Um, it wasn't Buffalo. I know that for a fact. Oh. I just, well, maybe from... Luke Tuck was from Buffalo then. Luke, Luke Tuck? Oh, his brother. <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Was oh, okay. No, but uh, yeah. So, well, actually, that'd be kind of fun because now they're going to be a division rivals. So no, no, Tucks no, 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 no. Montreal get and get traded out. Uh, <laughs> Montreal's a shit. shit um, but yeah, so Alex Tuck gets to play for his hometown team. That that is cool. And Peyton Krebs, we'll see how he develops. He had zero points in nine games <laughs> with Vegas before the trade. Playing in Rochester right now, and that's probably the best spot for him. Um, but yeah, definitely not the return you want. Not that Peyton Krebs is gonna. Well, we'll see how he is. But in terms of Alex Tuck, he's a good player, but he's not Jack Eichel. And uh, yeah, he's he's the I think at best he's a 60 point scorer, not terrible. Tell you that it's not a hundred and it's not a captain, but with his contract and the length of it and the cap hit, I think it's just a great look for Buffalo. Maybe he competes for that captaincy, uh, with uh, Dylan Cousins. Maybe I don't know. Um, the idea that uh, he might get traded out. Is, oh, no, he has, might that. have some trade value. Oh, yeah, because he has trade value and might not fit the rebuild plans and the timeline. So they were like, maybe he, you know, they use him as another trade ship to get more picks. Mm. Like, that's not a bad idea. No, I it's thought. not. They um, could have gotten better, but also I just want to ask, see your opinion. Mm-hmm. In terms of value received and traded away, what's worse, Eichel or Hall? Ooh. Both were at like a low time in draft stock or uh, stock. I would argue Hall. I would say uh, Hall by far, by far. You got you had Marcus, you had Foligno going <laughs> for a first. Oh. It was by far worse than David Zavard for a first. 
David Savard for a first. Which I saw um, Montreal fans dogging on him, saying he's been terrible. And I'm like, I told you that in the offseason. <laughs> you guys were so excited. Why are you shocked here? I don't care that you want to cut. Fuck David Savard. I, 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 I'm not going down that road again. I already had that rant. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely Hall. Definitely Hall is worse. It's, but I just, yeah, the other players getting first and you couldn't get the, like, it's not like he had a $12 million contract. He had a one year, 8 million. And That's now it. he's six times four in Boston. No, I don't think he's had the best start. I don't think so, but he's better than Andrew Bjork, Bjork, and, Bjork and, and, well, Bjork and had a second. breakaway goal. Don't count, discount Bjork. He had a breakaway goal that I saw on Sportsnet's YouTube the other day. You know, made wow. the Sportsnet YouTube. He made, he made Leafs net. All right. Um, but yeah, no, it's yeah, it's just a shit show in Buffalo. But look, they had a start to the season that I don't think anyone would have predicted. So we'll see, dude. They have that talent. I really do. Not to be a Stanley Cup winner, but to be a playoff team. I'm hoping for Buffalo's sake. I'd love to see them in the playoffs, especially those jerseys, man. We got to see more of those in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, but all us seven points in the eleven games, by the way. It's oh, okay. That's not terrible. Bork has four. Okay. Um, but in terms of the Sabres, like we just can you like somehow make the playoffs this year for Rick Janaret? It's his last year. Like, just try to uh, sneak in. Poor Buffalo. Yeah, no, it's not. I think they've been taking a little bit of a a lull in their play recently. Well, they they lost to Washington. Uh they're playing the Leafs right now, and it was tied last time I looked. Um, let's see if that's changed. It uh the Leafs are up three two. I mean, Buffalo's giving a run for their money right now. I'm not gonna lie, you know, they're they're trying. They're battling. Has he scored? Has Bork scored? Bjork did not score. Jeff Skinner. Oh, we didn't talk about this guy is a comeback legend. Yeah, Jeff Skinner. Like, uh, he's got four goals in the season so far. Uh, he has scored a falling goal, or not falling, but he was on his knees. Yeah, two he, points tonight. He's coming back, man. He is coming back. Um, camp anyway. too. Great goal. Yeah, camp with the. "Quote unquote goal of the year." Fucking. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, assist yeah, by all uh, of the Sabres players who knocked it in. Yeah. Dang it! Um, no, it's uh, well, that will be undang it. It's uh, yeah, it's a giant L for Buffalo. Jack, I go to the interview immediately with Elliot Freeman. It dropped, and he said, "Yeah, look, I would have stayed there." Like Eli said, and um, he tried. There was one question that I called Dodge. Elliot Freeman was like, you know, um do you agree with what they did? And he's just like, oh, I'm not going to comment. Uh, <laughs> he's just like, so, I mean, yeah, it's, um, I'm happy for Jack Eichel. He said it himself. It's his body and no one's more qualified than him to decide what's best for him. And uh, I, agree. I mean, kind of, okay. You know what I mean? Like he should be able to have that final say, but yes, the doctors are more qualified. <laughs> he goes up to a doctor. I think that my lung needs to come out. No, you're good, man. You're, <laughs> it, it's, but it's literally on fire. No, keep it in there. No, um, no, but, he gets the team doctor says he doesn't need anything or he, or he should get this surgery. And he's like, no, I don't want that. He goes to 10 other doctors and they all say, get the surgery you want, Jack. And the biggest thing was no NHL players ever done it, but other players and other sports have, and they've come back and it's been a okay. So um, I'm happy Jack Eichel is going to get the surgery. I believe sometime this week, or he might've had it already actually. And um, uh, he definitely, there's no, I doubt that he comes back for the Olympics, but he is, he is pretty set in stone that he will be playing come March of this year. Um, do you I think, think he returns to a top five player? Or do you think his career high in terms of uh, leaderboard would be like top 15? I think minimum he'll be top 15. 
top I, 20. I find it really yeah. difficult right now to believe that he's going to be a top five player again. But like I a back really, is a big piece of the right. hockey player. Like I you really and I both know from our, our street <laughs> playing that yes. our backs are pain from at two miles just... an hour. Every year. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I, I hope he is man, but yeah, I don't know. After a surgery, it'd like be that, really good comeback story. I'll tell you that. I hope he's again, I hate that as Vegas, but I hope he thrives in there and he's definitely my favorite player in Vegas right now, for sure. Him and tuck just switch spots, you know, cause I, I do my favorite player series on Instagram, you know, and, uh, they, they just swap. So that, that works out well for me. Um, but yeah, it's uh, definitely an L of a trade, and I hope it was worth it, Kevin Adams. I really hope it was because it sounds like he would have been willing to stay if he just let him get it. Um, and he, he requested this like last spring, and it wasn't really until this year where he was like, "No, nah, I want a trade," because it wasn't like I want the surgery and a trade, because I just need the surgery, and then. Things just got shitty between him and the GM, and he said, "I need a trade now. You guys are fucking." Stupid. And then it was, they were threatening to go to like contract dispute and, and NHL. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were trying. Yeah, they were trying to bring in the NHL for like, um, it wasn't even the contract. It was like just to for this matter about the handling of the surgery. They wanted to bring in the NHL, and like have like a civil dispute about it, I guess, or something. Um, and I guess and Eichel did think, and I know you don't really like most of the stuff he says, but he he. He thanked Robin Leonard for speaking out and saying, like, it's your body, your choice. Um, so you, I guess you can kind of thank Leonard for being a – for ha- having <laughs> – being a Vegas Golden Knight now. I don't know. It's, um, I also – I think it hasn't been mentioned or been talked about enough, but the idea that's been floating around the hockey communities I've, I've seen from here to there is that Leonard should retire right now and become the head of the player safety or something. I mean, uh, no, but uh, <laughs> – um, I like, I like the creativity from the hockey community. So thank you guys. Um, but yeah. Uh, Eli, any more thoughts on the Jack Eichel trade before we get into our last portion here? Uh, I don't think so. We'll, all right. We'll see how it all develops. A hundred percent. So you uh, do a successful surgery for Jack Eichel, hopefully. Um, the last thing we want to talk about, it's been a while. Um, but it's now been a ba- almost a month since the official <laughs> drop of NHL 22. Um, and uh, that means we're going to talk about it because now Eli and I have both owned the game on different consoles for a month. So I think we're going to have different reports here. And uh, there goes my dog. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, NHL 22, it's a game. And honestly, Eli, in my, the people I've spoken with who have the game on the same console that I do, say they love the game that's an in- increasingly incredible improvement over the last game and i couldn't disagree more in fact i really think they've gone backwards and i'll let you take it off because you're playing on the xbox one and you've been having some online issues and i would just like to hear about (laughs) well that's not really the game that's your internet but i don't even um, know if it's internet though oh really okay i don't know let's let's get your report on what just everything you want to talk about with i had eight straight games of getting kicked out i got kicked out and i was gonna like i got down the the farthest i got was like a third period i was winning by like four and i got kicked out i was like are you i just gave this kid a win are you kidding me this is online versus by the way pissed off this is not hot Um, or anything like that it's just online especially that first couple days i'm like i don't know if it's my internet the whole entire game was just like laggy 
like it would go a couple frames and stop and go and stop. It's just pretty consistent for like a little bit that I was playing on. So maybe it was my internet just shitting for like a week straight, but it's kind of hard to imagine. It hasn't done that for a week straight. Um, um, overall, the execution better, I would say. Um, I want more. Yeah. Um, a lot more, I would say. Um, first of all, if you're going to zoom into the fan. Okay, I just had this idea a while ago. It's attention to detail. If you're going to zoom into the fans, then make them f- fucking a little bit realistic. Right. Like, they look absolutely horrible. You keep yeah. talking about how the NHL players, their eyes move now in the game. Like, cool. Put the same detail down one degree on the fans. Yeah. I don't want to look at a fan and their hands are like this. And they're all blocking. <laughs> They're just Italian. They're, th- they're Italian. Italian. <laughs> Except all the figures are stuck together. <laughs> and they're like, their face is no detail. And the emotions are repetitive across like a four straight people. We're all, all, all like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they sit down. And then I'm experiencing this new glitch where instead of showing me the replay after a goal. Yep. Yep. It just. Yep. It just zooms yep. in on one fan. And the fan is cheering. Like it doesn't have like a sign yep. or anything. It's just a fan going like, yeah, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm not the one that's noticed that. And then he just you. sits down and then it's still staring. It's like 40 have seconds. You scored a, have you scored an overtime winner yet with that um, glitch? I think so. You literally just stand there and you can't even like, so once you score it, all you can do is just like slowly skate and it's just, the camera's just on you, but it's. Oh yeah, I haven't gotten that. Yet. Oh god, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. It um, which wasn't there. That, that glitch was not there when the game was initially released. So it was. This it's a new problem. <laughs> I one thing. I okay. Wait, we should start with the positives. Positives. The right, on positive. the ice impact. <laughs> the on ice looks pretty decent. Um, okay. the servers are still not very good. Uh, sorry, p- positive. I cannot stop myself from <laughs> You're not going to be able to get through that. Um, Positive. Um, Negative. <laughs> it's very um, plain. So for people who don't like color, they'll like the game. It's very white. And yeah. I hate uh, positive. Positive. <laughs> oh, right. you, you can't do it, dude. You're speaking for the game itself. It's, you it, can't. Feels, it feels uh, – right, this is a real positive. I like how it feels. It okay. feels more realistic and heavier, and I just kind of like it. And I like how it's not an automatic pickup. Like, it'll piss me off, but that's kind of how it is. Like, if the puck is, like, at your feet and you have, like, guys running around, it's not an automatic pickup. Yeah. You have to slow down and pick it up and then go. Yeah. Like, I do like that. I'll give you that. Um. Sure. Otherwise, like... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, um, that's that's it. I don't do too many game modes. I do franchise mode and be a pro, be a pro. I love the story, but it takes 30 years to get through one season. And then I would love to request a trade, even though I did the best. Um, Matt was surprised. I played in the in the German league and or the wherever the Liga, and I didn't play any games. I got zero points. Um, I got drafted with a 256 pick by Anaheim, so I get to play with Trevor Zegras. <laughs> we'll see about but, uh, that. Um, I don't know, 
but I, I I've always wanted to request a trade, and I don't think I've ever had enough dedication to make it to that um that second contract. It always takes thirty years to get through one season. Yeah, it really does. Um, especially that first year where you're, you're like a seventy five, right. and so you can't just sim it and expect no, you to get points. Yeah, so you have to play every like two three games. I've been playing sucks. the entire season, but and I've That's got uh, I can't do that. I'm on all star difficulty, just like last year. In my rookie season, I have 130 something goals, 170 something points, and I'm playing on all star difficulty. I'm telling you, I don't play on rookie mode, so I don't Hear know that? how they're Nasher. Come over here, Matt's challenging you. No, I am not, but I just don't know how I'm able to walk in <laughs> and just score so easily. I, I don't understand. I'm on all star mode. It's not like they're. I checked my settings to make sure that I, I didn't like didn't nerf the game or something. And yeah, so I don't know. Um, I can tell you this though. I, I was on the Tampa Bay Lightning in NHL 21, and I, my rookie season was terrible. I could not do what I'm doing now with the crack. So, and by the way, I got originally got drafted to the Sabers, and I started <laughs> I, I started a new file because I was not going to the Sabers. So I purposely taped my interview with the Sabers the second time I got drafted by the Kraken. Um, but yes, uh, in terms of like my thing, kind of like what you said, it feels heavier. That was like the first thing I noticed. And I'm playing on the PS5, so you get that next gen stuff. No. First of all, on the PS5 with the controller, if you don't turn it off, they have, you know, some games on the PS5, the controller will be really, like, intuitive. And for some reason, this is supposed to, like, simulate, I guess, skating. My controller will just com- repetitively tap, 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 tap over and over <laughs> again. I turned that off. It didn't matter how fast I was skating. It was just doing that. Um, so that was weird. And when you got hit, you got, I mean, the controller... <laughs> Like it was just, I had to turn off, I think it's called adaptive feedback or something like that. I turned that off for that game specifically. Um, and for the PS5, whenever you score a goal, the goal horn would come out of the controller speaker, which I thought was kind of cool at first, but then I got kind of annoyed. So I turned all that off. It just feels like just playing on a regular Xbox controller, which is what the I used to play on. The difference, I think, is like the lighting. And yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Yes, the lighting, uh, the lighting is a lot different on the PS5 or next gen compared to the older gen. Um, I t- told you this. I was playing a game in Madison Square Garden, and the lighting looked like impeccable. It looks like just how it would look at an actual Madison Square Garden game, and then all the lighting looks different in all the other arenas. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, they did make it more realistic in the sense that every one timer isn't a goal. In fact, I've been struggling with my one timers to get them through, um, which is good. But with that comes, there's always a, a cheesy way to score a goal. For me, that's the wraparound. I can only score on a wraparound, whether it's in play now, online mode, um, be a pro. Literally, like all 170 of my goals might might be on wraparounds or or wrist shots to the top right corner because it is just that easy. Um, but definitely in online mode, scoring on the wraparound is like the way to go. Um, Eli and I don't play HUT. We don't play EA, uh, EASHL, which I've been told by most people are the most improved game modes that they've improved those game modes heavily. <laughs> for us, um, it's just not our thing um but like one person was telling me like it shouldn't matter that play now is crap or anything because the important game modes are being updated i'm like they're all important um it's it's supposed to be a complete package right people that play play now like me i like to play like the games that the blackhawks are playing the day of just be all right well i won this game so maybe the blackhawks will win in real life which usually doesn't happen (laughs) um q11 game losing streak right uh so I and like they don't update the rosters like they do in unless online mode. It's Eichel. Unless right, unless it's Eichel, then they had no t- they wasted no time updating the roster. But you had uh, <laughs> <laughs> are both of our responses are like holy shit, Eichel. What? 
like right. it was so funny seeing um, that so fast and we both had the same reaction they don't uh mlb the show i've said this multiple times they update their rosters on the daily or pretty much every day which i don't i think that's too much like that's insane considering how many players there are in the mlb as well as the nhl but it was just insane how they were able to do it on a daily basis over there at sony so props to you guys um and ea doesn't ea just doesn't care about their their customers they don't it sounds like whenever they talk about the game it sounds like they care but no no the the amount of glitches that this game opened with yes and still has did you and experience the puck glitch like the extra puck flying around the ice did you ever have that i think so because that on. literally just got fixed and it's been a month it's just the the attention to details like you want to make a perfect game then do the details you know um and like i couldn't play franchise mode which is the mode i loved i like to play most and because the they i think they fixed it by making it a little faster but otherwise it's so you know the load time for each screen is ridiculously long yeah um, they just the, the the screens are just in switching from box to box from sim game to you know coaches or whatever it just takes forever to get through so i couldn't play it for the for however long i had um i just started playing one yesterday a couple of days ago um just made another uh hawks franchise game um set it on a game um load save words english um and it's okay i wouldn't say it's fantastic uh it's just it pisses me off that if you want to make a good game then make a good game do the details make the the i think that fan glitch is what pisses me off the most it's like why is this here um and why am i looking at a literal piece of shit i know like it, it looks so bad. If you want to showcase it, then showcase it, but do it right. Yeah, they so not that uh, that glitch after you score a goal and then like just nothing's happening. I saw that what happened to me. I'm like, is anybody else having that? And then I I saw it on Nasher's YouTube channel too that he was just like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm and nothing has been done yet. So it's just. But it's not gonna fix my my problem about no, it with no. the fans looking like a piece of shit well, they look like crap on next gen also, too also I, i'm not sure if you're experiencing this but for trying to skim through skip through like a goal or something it's pretty hard yeah takes okay. like i'm yeah. like i always like pressing a holding a i don't yep. know what it is and, and that then didn't I'm, happen at the beginning of the game's release for me and then it doesn't skip all the way to the you know the next face off it always skips to like the next you know right next bit whether um, it's you know them cheering together and then yeah oh yeah like the, to the, the beginning of the replay yeah the ea like animation comes in and then it's like all right they're selling like what no, and then you like, press a again and you're, you're spamming it you're and then it'll go up to the next bit and then it'll supposed, go back to face off supposed to be score show them in the huddle then cue in the ea graphic the transition to the goal replay which there's only one of now yeah it used to be two angles well um, it depends no also. i've only gotten one i only, oh. I only get one every time i get like I don't know. I, I'll get one, two, and then zero, obviously, with the fan, which with that's, the, that's the been NBC my most layout, recent the, the, When NBC used to have the ownership of the game or the, with the, for the scoreboard and everything, there were like three angles, and it was all realistic, and it was just, ugh, God, there wasn't a stupid slow-mo. No re... Like, okay, sorry. There are slow-mo replays, or like it will be sped up and they'll slow down in the middle of the replay, but not like this. 
Okay, if you want, if you if you want to uh, get a guaranteed slow mo, then assist or score with Patrick Kane. Yeah, any the other X factors. When, but yeah, yes. I'm also kind of upset. Like, I I did a pass with Patrick Kane to someone, and it zoomed in on Patrick Kane. Like, it was just a pass. Was, you know, show the I, goal. I, I don't care about the pass right now. You're talking about the replay. Yeah, the replay. Okay. I was like, zoomed yeah. in on Patrick Kane and was like only looking at Patrick Kane. See, what like, I was worried about with the X factors that would happen in real time. And I would have been like, that's so oh, no, that's so video gamey. And I wouldn't have wanted that. So I'm glad that that's not like that. Um, if it was, I'm sure you would maybe be able to turn it off. And I would hope so. Um, yeah. But I, but yes, yeah, mostly you get the little like bar where you switch to their name, I think. Oh, I turn, show up. I, I turn all that off. Oh, but um, it's, not, it's not that annoying. When, but yes, on the slow mo angles of a goal replay in the game, whenever I do manage to get one, that angle is not realistic at all because there are no angles like that in the NHL. Um, it's like on the ice, right? Yeah. So it is. Uh, I and I graphically, I said I the lighting looks good, the ice looks pretty good too, and like I noticed on Winnipeg's arena, it looked great for some reason. Like I love the ice on it. I don't know why. Um, but the character, the face scans are terrible. If you ask me. Some people are saying they look great. I don't. They're really fixing them so. with some players. The most recent update, like, I think. Pasternak's is terrible. You go to MLB the show. And look at the face scans. They're unreal. They are <laughs> unbelievable. They literally everybody just... down to the players and the coaches. It is unbelievable. Which is another thing that there are no real coaches in the NHL video games, and there haven't been forever. I don't know why that's like that. Um, don't know what like why they can't put them in there. But... I also think they have a problem with updating like the actual pictures of the players. Like, yeah. I swear I've seen pictures of players from like two or three years ago with their old jerseys. Yeah, it's like I, I fuck, don't, dude. I can't remember. I can't name a player right now, but um, even like Mike Hardman, his picture's not even a fucking game. I know it's just a the guy's been in NHL for or in in the game for two years now. Zegers doesn't have one. Did you know that? Zegers doesn't. He's it's been a hot topic. He's a hot name. Um, there's a, plenty of other players who have been in the league for two plus years who still don't have a picture. You guys said it I think, perfectly. It's the attention to detail. Like, I can't remember who, but there's someone in the Hawks. Uh, there's someone in the Hawks that doesn't have their picture. It's the attention it's to detail. Off. It's it's the it's little caring. things that really do make the game stand up. That is why I loved MLB the show because obviously the gameplay was fucking fantastic. But it was like there was one animation, like in the eighth inning, like someone would throw a beach ball on the field and they had to stop play. Or if there was a rain delay, there was a separate animation for that. And they would come out. And I'm like, that's the little shit that I wouldn't even expect. It's just embarrassing. And another thing in the, um, like the outdoor games on the NHL, NHL 22, like in the, like in the canal, for example, if you play on that map or whatever, the game looks so beautiful outside daytime. And we don't have a winter classic mode still. We haven't had one since like 2012 or 2014. Well, the last, the so I think the last one was like 2015 or 2014, but it still had a 2020, the 2012 logo on it. So it was the NHL 15 with the 2020, 2012 Bridgestone Winter Classic. I'm like, what the fuck? So I don't know why they can't get the rights for that either. There needs to be an outdoor stadium that you can just play in and play now. Um, because that's another thing, like in, in the NFL games, the MLB games, you can literally pick any stadium you want to play in. Can't do that with NHL games. Never have been able to, as far as I'm aware. They got rid of the like in NHL 16. There were pregame like they would have a footage of like Chicago the the Sears Tower. If you were playing at the United Center, they had like the Sears Tower, and then and then then it would transition to the uh, United Center inside. 
something else I also missed was like, I think it was NHL 13, where they had like a pre, like before, like in the load screen, they would put like the player stats and like the lines from, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I like, and you can, you know, click past. And I thought that was really neat. Like it's the little things. Like, and I'm not sure if it's whether it's still they have less people due to COVID. I'm sure they don't have as big of a crew as they want. But, but EA's had it's this still game no since, excuse. You know, if, yeah, if you're not, you, if you don't have the same crew, then delay the game. I don't give a fuck. EA's had the game for how long? Like, how can years. you, how can you, how can you go backwards from NHL 13, which most consider, or, or is it 14 that most consider the greatest? I think it's I think 14, it's 14. Broder. Yeah, people, I, I like 13 a lot, but whatever. Anyway, uh, no, wait, it's 13 Broder and 14 thir- no, 13, 13 is Giroux. Oh, which one's Bergeron? Bergeron. Oh, you know. Um, but yeah, I I just think you're going backwards. The fact that there's no Winter Classic mode is just uh, I don't understand. Like, if it's money, then can you at least explain that to people and say like we can't? <laughs> if it's money, then like who else has the rights for the video game version? Um, I you literally had the rights and now you don't because it was in the game. Or don't call it the Winter Classic and like make an outdoor stadium and just say the. New York New Year's Day classic or the outdoor classic or just call it something a game where we can play outdoors because fuck dude there was an airplane animation in the winter classic or the airplanes would fly over during the Star Spangled Banner it was a dude that's that game mode was so fucking cool it was so cool and there were shadows and made it hard for you to like make plays like it was realistic back then and don't forget like the uh the moments moments oh my god that was fun there was like for the Hawks, it was like scored two, two goals, goals against last... Arizona. Yeah. And or, guess what has that? Yeah, whatever. That won't be the show. That won't be the show as moments. Nope. And that that was uh, gone after the transition to the Xbox One, I believe. Yeah. And like 2014, 2013. Is I keep going back. Whenever I go home, um, lately I haven't, I don't take my Xbox just because it's a lot of lugging for like four days. Right. Um, so, and then I'm not, I'm not taking my monitor. So I'm just going to leave it. So I'll, I'll play my, I'll throw on my Xbox 360 every now and then, and I'll, I'll just grab the most recent game I have, which the last one I believe is 14. So I'll put 14 on there because that, or, yeah, 15 was on the one, I believe. Um, so yeah, I'll throw on 14 and I'll see all this cool stuff. And it's just, it's the, it, that's, that's the details I want. And it just makes you think, man, what could have been, what could have been. It's weird too because it's like you just copy that code and use it in your code now. I know, right? It's like you have it. It's pretty easy uh, just to copy over and make a couple of changes. You're supposed to be pro coders. And of pro course, you got makers. you got Austin Matthews on the cover yet again too. So real crazy, which is confusing as fuck. It's, it's it's for money. It's just you know it's a cash grab. It's just it's just everything. Panarin sucks. ship it on it. Panarin ship it on it. But at the same time, I'm glad he's not on it because this game is a fucking disgrace. Yeah, I feel well, okay. bad for him. Before we just keep going and going, going, make this a two-hour podcast. Yeah, we, we really what, could. What's your rating? What would you rate the game? I mean, really, the only thing that seems improved is, like you said, like it's heavier. It feels a bit more realistic. Pickups are different. I do like the protect animation now. Where oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but I don't really, know. I just like the little things that players do. Like if you dive to, you know, you know, RB, yeah, like, lefty, yeah, uppers. Yeah they'll like do different things and you can, yeah. it's easier to like make a whole move around and sprawl on the ice. And rather um, than the other game where like you press one thing or do it too late and you're just stuck in this mode, you know, you're just stuck laying straight and you can't, it just makes, it feels easier. It seems like every year I always say to myself, I wish I had the old one back. Like for 21, I'm like, I need 20 back. Um, 
NHL 17 is in my favorite one of the Xbox One era, mm-hmm. um, for sure. That was the best one. Um, I really want NHL 21 back. I really do. Um, I don't know if I would say the same thing about wanting NHL 20 back if I were on 21, but That's NHL like 20. 19. Any, oh yeah, nineteen was okay. Well, <laughs> I just go back to nineteen. Skip, yeah. skip twenty and twenty-one. Yeah, James Zabalski sucks too. I've had him on mute ever since. Terrible. So. Um, but anyway, I've uh, and the scoreboard's at the bottom of the screen. You can't adjust, you can't move it to the top, so I can't even see it because my PS Five is a, a fucking thick boy. So I can't even. See, I have to stand up if I want to see how much time is left or pause the <laughs> game or whatever. So, um, but yeah, that's not the game. That's more on you. It is, Xbox but the, I should be able to move the scoreboard. MLB and, the show has two yeah. different variants of scoreboard, one at the top and one in the bottom right corner. See it details. That's all the details. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely worse than Angel 21, in my opinion. And I because of like the animations, like after a goal being messed up and showing making having the the transition go from the goal score to their selling, that makes no sense. It should be goal selly, transition, goal replay, transition, face off. That's not how it is everything's just ass backwards it's crappier all i can really give them is that graphically it looks a bit better feels a bit more realistic plays a bit more heavier like you said i I feel generous giving generous giving this game a two out of ten and it is the best nhl game on the market is the most realistic it's a two out of ten in my i think that's actually generous so yep yeah um you'll probably give it a higher rating not much. I'm, I'm, <laughs> my mind's circling around a four, but oh heavens, I'd probably go down to a three. <laughs> it's just these issues are. I think it doesn't help that these issues have been going on for a couple of years. So I'm just generally pissed off about it because it's it's nice to see that someone cares, but these past two games they just don't give a shit. Ever since losing NBC, they've just been terrible. So, like, I guess NBC was just that big of a thing, and it, it makes me heartbroken that the NHL is the NHL themselves, not you know EA, that not the games, like the actual NHL is promoting the shit out of this too. Yeah. They're like promoting fifty thousand dollar tournaments, and and you know they'll play ads for it and stuff, and it's like they clearly care about expanding the game, and the game is the the NHL. EA game is a great way to do it. EA is a really well-known um, video game company, even though not they're for very, the best reasons, though. not for the best reasons, but they're <laughs> yeah. very, very well-known um, with a long track record of some good games. Franchise some... mode, pay to pay to play, uh, pay to trade. That's the next feature. Pay to trade. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to trade him? That's five dollars, please. Yep. Yeah. Um, th- this is a great avenue to expand to new fans and. Um, also, like if you compare this to the Nickelodeon NFL games, I think I'd take this game over. Remember that? Do you no. remember seeing you no. know, Mitchell Trubisky's last game as a bear? Well, oh, 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 I think like the like NFL video no. games. No, no, I talking no, I'm about. talking about yes. the, N- oh, the actual broadcasted. NFL, yes, the NV that was I terrible. Gotcha. Yes, yes. Um, if, um, if you guys want to check it out, go search up uh, Bears, Saints, Nickelodeon game. They literally like they scored a touchdown and they were just like editing slime coming in and the announcers were dog shit. They were uh, like acting boy. like, I mean, yes, they're kids, but you're also like, it's very weird. It's, it's also an adult 
there's an adult watching this too yeah. you know that right yeah like the dad and the parents are standing there also watching it very weird like you have to appeal to both audiences um but um it's just this is a great way to do it and they're failing as much as i hate espn i would like to hopefully see in the future they do a tnt and espn scoreboard variant just do one of each and get rid of whatever the fuck this is um but yeah there really isn't much i like everyone is basically telling me that they love the game though that i've spoken to um they're mostly on next gen i don't i don't see it dude uh and the first thing i ever noticed when i played the game literally the first first time i opened the game i played play now new jersey devils for chicago blackhawks and it was choppy online mode i didn't see that but it was it the fps was terrible and play now and all the offline modes be a pro as well which seems to have been fixed a little bit i still notice it from time to time in play now not so much uh in being a pro i've never seen that before in an nhl game at launch i thought it might have been my ps5 i thought it might have been my disc i'm not the only one that's having that issue yeah, I'm glad you had that issue because I that like I said, that's what I basically had for the whole week of for the first week. And that's I regret regretted. Ah, you did this. I did the last <laughs> podcast. Let's go. Now it's your turn. Let's go. I I regretted buying the game. I yeah, so did I. Man. I don't like I'm I don't regret regrets. Reg, the R regret word. I shouldn't say the R word because that's I don't say that word. That's a bad word to say. All right. So the regret word, regret, regret. Um, I regret buying it less now than I did during that first, you know, two, three weeks. I like legitimately just forgot I had my Xbox. I mean, it also helps that Matt doesn't have an Xbox anymore. So I don't really have anyone to play with. So it, um, I know, sad boy hours, but um, it just, I play on it less. And so I just, it didn't appeal to me like when I was bored. Um, I just found myself doing other things and I'm not like, you know, like I would, I guess it's good. I did read my books. I read more. Um, thank you. Um, but it just, I didn't appeal to me to say, you know what, let's go play NHL 22. I almost said 21, which would not be appealing either. Um, but at least it, I can play it. And there's just, uh, there's a lot more they can do. And, uh, I mean, really, they never say judge a book by its cover. But if you look at the cover of this game, it is the laziest cover I've ever seen. It's just a picture. And it's just – you know, and that really <laughs> speaks volumes. It's just, it's just in my it's, opinion, there's so much more they could do with it. They just listened to the fans and invested some time and money into this listen game. Listen to Nasher. Just listen to fucking Nasher. I Take wouldn't say that, actually. I wouldn't necessarily say that. I don't, he, he seems to be – pretty critical of the game at times too but sometimes at least he's catching the glitches but he doesn't ever go ea like fucking fix that you just go what is that and that's well if, if, if they were i think if they allowed him to speak freely i think he would say yeah, maybe lot. maybe but uh yeah i like to see a lot more improve but i feel like the game's kind of hit its peak so but uh not to be negative uh not, like a game is sometimes pretty. Yeah. Let's end it with a positive. It can be pretty every fifth of a millisecond um, of 10 years time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I have anything else to talk about uh, for today's podcast. Eli, uh, do you have anything else? Um, uh, 
shit. Um, Buffalo lost. Oh man, <laughs> lost five to four. So they fucking, had a man. That's a fucking game, though. That's a game right there. From the Sabres against the uh, the juggernaut, quote unquote, Leafs. So, so that's a game and a half. They're right not juggernaut. They have four players. They're not juggernaut. Sorry, five. Forgot about bunting. You have fucking bunting on a. But at least our four players are actually doing some shit. Um, but now they are. They weren't doing it. Begin the season in the regular season. Who gives a shit? Well, William Nylander is just doing. He's he's been their most consistent player. But different episode, different topic. Um, but yes, uh, I think we're all we're all pretty much done here. Uh, this was episode thirty, the big three zero. Um, again, as as per usual, I have no idea when the next one's gonna be. Um, maybe when the Blackhawks get their first win on the road, hopefully, <laughs> um, <laughs> if that ever happens. And with that being said, Eli. Anything you want to say? Okay, uh, end it here. Um, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, it seems like it's going to be a long one. I think it is. I think it's been oh, an for hour sure. and a half, oh. hour 40 minutes. At least an hour and a half for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Like you, I said, st- uh, stay safe out there. Hopefully we're almost through this whole COVID bullshit. And uh, we will <laughs> see you guys for episode 31 eventually. Take care, guys.